Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million dollars. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Election day, about three hours to go. Yeah, polls are closing in states all over the country. Uh, but, you ready uh, for the list? Alabama, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Illinois, Kansas, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, well, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, South Dakota, Tennessee. You're in L.A., vote for Rick Caruso for mayor. Yeah, do that. L.A. County. You the, did it. You made it through the rain. Sheriff Villanueva? No, this sun was almost out when I Oh, was. that's right. The sun was Very out. bright. But, but there's been some storms this afternoon, so that oh. could be causing people to not go. I, the fear of getting wet apparently is more powerful than I realized. It is. They're expecting about 120 million people to vote nationwide. But the turnout on, will be obviously on, better in some places than others. Only vote if you're going to make the correct vote. I'm not interested in turnout. Oh, that's your I'm vote. Interested. Yes. The correct vote is what well, you say people should do. Absolutely. You have no right. Yes, I do. I guess you have free speech. I am right. If you vote opposite of what I say, you are wrong. Hmm. So vote the way I say so. Now, here's something I want to ask you, because you follow all this polling crap. Mm-hmm. How good do you think exit polls are? These are when people yeah. actually are leaving the voting. Not good. No, but I they mean, already voted, so it's a certainty. Yeah, but you know how mail-in votes are skewed heavily in one direction? I know. People who vote in person some, some years ago, more they, Republican, older conservative voters. They, 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 they found out early on that early votes are different skews than later votes. I mean, it gives you an idea of what's going on. It's just don't take narrow margins too seriously. Uh, you know, if there's some issue where 80, for example, 80 percent of the people think that Biden is uh, terrible on crime, that's probably in the neighborhood of what's really going on out there. Maybe it's 87, maybe it's 71. But all right, you get the idea. With candidates, I. If it's within, you know, five, eight points, I wouldn't take it too seriously. Uh, according to Real Clear Politics, the latest and last projection, we'll see if it holds up, 
is that the Republicans will pick up three Senate seats from the Democrats, so they would have a 53-47 majority. And in the House, they will regain the majority, winning at least 227 seats. Democrats should win at least 174. There's still 34 too close to call, but obviously, even if the Democrats won all of those, Republicans would still have control of the House of Representatives. You want, you want gridlock. Like if the end, it could wow, it could give Republicans their largest conference since 1946. Yeah, but you you just want to completely stop all the garbage that uh, the Biden administration is involved in. You want to put up a big stop sign, roadblock, armed guards in front of it. And the way and I want to interpret that is we don't want to be – this is no Californication. We don't want the United States to be California. And that's the way the progressives who are pushing Biden have kind of taken this. Well, that's how candidates in other states are campaigning. Do you know somebody in his administration is even proposing the nationwide law about freelancers that we have here, AB5? Remember AB5? Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah they're pushing that idea too. They, these are all progressive wet dreams. The only place they've had like unfettered success is California which is why we have the worst conditions for almost everything. Uh, and so they, the, the progressives say, well, it happened in California. <laughs> so let's do it here. But these people wouldn't want to live here right now with the taxes we pay and the energy shortage and the water shortage and the crime that's gone crazy and the homelessness that's most disgusting. You take a train to work and there's a guy unleashing uh, 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 it's a diarrhea a, pool. Oh yeah, a waterfall of diarrhea pouring out of them, and you got you've got the seat next next door. By the way, if you want to watch that video, it's been posted on the KFI website, John and Ken Oh page. my god, it's yeah. about eleven minutes, but you'll get the idea after I, about five minutes of watching. Yeah, it's a I, metro train that stopped in Santa Monica, had to be evacuated because somebody let loose. Right, and you will see the the mark. And and and. People are satisfied with a government that creates a situation like that. And that's an everyday situation, right? People are, are pooping and peeing in the metro trains every day. Women are. Are, women are getting sexually assaulted every day. Oh, but right. I, I, It's basically a homeless shelter, those trains. Uh -huh. Yeah. Billions of dollars. Garcetti runs around preening that he got some stupid tax passed to finance more of these rail lines that are just sewers, rolling sewers, filled with crazy people. It's like part mental asylum, part sewer. Here, take the new train to Santa Monica. A rolling porta potty. Have a guy take a dump on your lap. Maybe he'll slice your neck with a razor. Oh, man. All right, so uh, we got some Joe audio to play in classic form. We found out earlier in the show that some polling shows that, uh, what was it, 57% think that Joe is not up to the job anymore, that his mental state is not right for president. Yes. Uh, we have proof of that. First clip we're going to play is out of Maryland. Oh, he didn't want to go far, you know, not far from D.C. and Washington. He went there at uh, Bowie State University to campaign for the Democratic gubernatorial candidate in Maryland. His name is Wes Moore. That's important to remember. Here comes the audio. Here in Maryland, you got some great people to vote for. Chris Van Hollen is up for re-election this year, and he's a great senator. A hell of a guy. Make a great team with Ben Cardin. They both are strong, principled, and effective, and they got great congressional delegation. Steny Hoyer, so many others. Look. 
keep them. You need them. I need them. And of course, you got that next governor. What's his name? Wesso. Wesso. Westmore. <laughs> now that I hear That's that, the real deal, man. <laughs> the reason he knew the other guys' is. names is because they've been around. Wes Moore is a new face on the scene. Well, but what's funny about this? Apparently, the people are waving Wes Moore banners up in the audience, so right in front of him. Like a big. Do you think he was kidding? Because he did like, kind of say it, like, "Hey, yeah, yeah." What's it? No, Remind me. He, no, no, no. He no, couldn't remember. He lost it. Yeah. Right. No, they were. He had these like big cue cards in front of him. <laughs> yeah, they were because big they, were, Moore they were waving the signs. Wes Moore. What's his name? And you know that that was the most the real deal, man. But he was going doing the most basic speech. It's like, oh yeah, he's a great guy. He, yeah, and he's great too. And I need him. We need him. Yeah, they're great. Like, what is that? That guy's a real deal, man. Wow. In this next clip, clock is ticking. Oh, he gets heckled in this next clip. I think one guy had said, "You're a disaster." <laughs> Biden has a comeback. This is also in Maryland. How many of you know somebody who has diabetes and needs insulin? Well, guess what? They're paying $400 or $600 a month, but we're limiting the price to $35. $35. Period. And we passed it. Hey. They're cheering insulin? No, I was saying, let's go, Joe, I think. I know, but I, I think they were trying to drown hey, out the heckler. Hey, man, don't jump. You look crazy enough to jump. Don't jump. Don't jump. Look. Oh, that's what they were doing? Yeah. And we're coming. And we're coming to make sure that $35 a month is for everybody. Oh, man. Whatever the hell that means. Something to do with insulin prices. He's been campaigning well, on goes, that a bit. Yeah, you know anybody with diabetes? And the crowd's going, yeah, yeah, yeah for uh, diabetes. Well, when you're down to campaigning about insulin and diabetes, <laughs> I, there's not a lot you can find in the bag there. Somebody, here's your talking point. What? How about diabetes, everybody? Yeah. I got a campaign on insulin? How about heart disease? Heart give disease, me, yeah. Give me something, anything. Uh, you know anybody with a bowel obstruction? Yeah, sure. Come on, man. <laughs> Jesus. It's a real deal, not a joke. All right, we got more coming up. As soon as we return, the final keyword of the day. You didn't win the Powerball? Most of you didn't. <laughs> there might be one guy listing in Altadena, one family or one. Yeah. That guy's not going to be playing this game, huh? I don't think they need to play this game, but otherwise you can win $1,000 with the keyword. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Don't leave your deposits on the metro trains. <laughs> Use them for banks and money. We have an update on Jeffrey Epstein. Well, he's dead, the late pedophile. But of course, one of the people he was connected with over the years is the former president, Bill Clinton. Looks like a journalist caught up with Bill Clinton yesterday. And uh, this is a man uh, by the name of Juan Mendoza. Some news network called Real America's Voice is a right wing network. So uh, he was going to he asked uh, Bill Clinton about his uh, relationship with uh, Epstein. Here's what happened. Uh, any comments on the alleged uh, allegation of your uh, connection with Jeffrey Epstein? Uh, 
Clinton was shaking hands at a rally for a Democratic congressman in Laredo, Texas. He leans forward to listen, smiles and steps back. An aide seems to try to deter the former president from answering. Uh, but Clinton does say, I think the evidence is clear. And that's all that was in that. I think audit. the evidence is clear. Well, that's a really good non-answer, huh? They put out a statement when the whole Epstein story was blowing up a couple of years ago that President Clinton knows nothing about the terrible crimes that Jeffrey Epstein pled guilty to in Florida some years ago or those for which he's been recently charged. <laughs> he took a total of four trips on Epstein's airplane, one to Europe, one to Asia, two to Africa. He has never been now, to that island. The travel Little records. St. James. Travel records said he took 26 trips on Epstein's plane. And uh, some of them were to uh, Pedophile Island. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Whose travel records are these? Uh, well, that was the news stories that were swirling around years ago. Yeah, that uh, Clinton was a because what, what do you think Clinton was doing? That's what he is. Uh, He's one of those guys. But there, there's a report that Epstein also visited the White House at least 17 times in the early years of Clinton's administration. Why do you think that is? Well, he's a big donor. <laughs> Epstein is all a of Epstein's friends. Prodigious were, donor you, to uh, the list of Epstein's friends. He's Bill, a mover and a shaker. He Bill can raise Gates, money. Bill Gates has all sorts of like sexual uh, stories swirling around him. Woody Allen, Kevin Spacey, Bill Clinton. It's just a coincidence. It's all the guys who've been involved in icky sex scandals. <laughs> well, maybe he wasn't there for underage sex. <laughs> Epstein could provide you with the girls you like of all different ages. Here, so. here I, fa I found a story on this. Because um, people forget. Uh, report says Bill Clinton flew on uh, Epstein's jet 26 times. Um, a Fox, a FoxNews.com analysis of flight logs. He took a 26 flights, not 11, uh, between 01 and 03. The first two years he was out of office. Took five of those flights without his Secret Service detail. And uh, he, he did go to Pedophile Island, Little St. James. He uh, They went to Hong Kong, Japan, Singapore, China, Brunei, London, New York, the Azores, Belgium, Norway, Russia, and Africa. Oh. Let's see. Well, there's so, been another development in the Epstein case that just happened today. Alan Dershowitz. The former Harvard Law School professor and, of course, media pundit. Well, one of Epstein's accusers, this woman, Virginia Jewelfree, whatever you pronounce her name, she's agreed to drop her defamation suit. She may have made a mistake in identifying Alan Dershowitz as one of the men she was forced to have sex with years ago at the command of Epstein and uh, that Ghislaine Maxwell. So the parties, the settlement, is uh, the whole thing's dropped. Here it is. Netflix exposes Bill Clinton's creepy Jeffrey Epstein ties, including a trip to Pedophile Island. This is a docu-series, Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. Yeah. And um, flight logs indicate he flew on the plane 26 times, along with Epstein, Kevin Spacey, and Chris Tucker. And a number of subjects in Filthy Rich recall seeing Clinton on Little St. James which was Epstein's, uh, Epstein's private island, his primary residence. Uh, it was really an orgy island, said Virginia Jeffrey, because that's what happened there. That is what the island meant to me. 
Bill Clinton has been on that island, says Steve Scully, who managed telecommunications for Epstein on Little St. James. I saw Bill Clinton sitting with Jeffrey on the living room porch. Jeffrey remembers seeing Clinton there as well. I remember having a dinner with Clinton. He was there. I never saw him do anything improper. Oh, I remember that line. Yeah. 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 So you go over to Je Jeffrey Epstein's island. You're on his plane 26 times. Why are you doing that? Uh, one more person has been involved in the Prince Andrew story is also in the news. That's the United Kingdom's Prince Andrew. And there's a report that King Charles told him, you are completely done with any royal duties. You're finished. You're cut off. And he cried. Prince Andrew? He, he did. Yeah, he cried. And I think a lot of it has to do with the whole Epstein scandal. Well, yeah. One of the reasons that the royals have decided that uh, we don't want anything to do with this guy anymore. He has no royal duties. He was not able to wear, I, I guess, the outfit that they all wear or been dealing with the Queen's funeral, I think. And uh, he's now been officially stripped of any royal duties. And By order of the king. The, and, and like a big baby, he cried. <laughs> what is he, like 61 years old? He is, yes. <laughs> Well, it's tough crying. to get caught, caught off. From... I can't wear my special uniform anymore. No, I can't. <laughs> his can't big wear... brother kicking his rear end. Yeah, that was a decision. Right. Um, yeah, apparently uh, he's been banned from royal duties and he's very depressed, according to the latest stories. A bunch of weirdos. I read, I, I think this was in the Post. There's a new book out on the royals. Yeah. And I read this excerpt in the Post. Let me see if I get this right. Uh, this was shortly into uh, Princess Di's marriage. Prince Charles would not have sex with her. Right, The whole oh. world thought she was the most beautiful princess in the world, right? He had no interest. And she would chase him around the house, demanding to know why. And at one point, he stopped and said, well, maybe I'm gay. <laughs> oh, I heard that story, yeah. Yeah, yeah apparently. But he was with the, the horse-faced woman, Camilla he was, Parker he was, Bowles. That was the true love of his life. He was pressured into marrying Princess Di. I don't whatever was going on inside that family. He, he had a lot of pressure to marry her. He wanted uh, Camilla, and so he married Princess Di and just ignored her. And oh. Princess Di started going nuts. She's trapped in this uh, crazy family of inbreds. She's the whole world expects her to act a certain way, and uh, Charles wouldn't even wouldn't touch her. Oh, so Apparently... she she became unhinged. Read another story that Prince Andrew went to the Queen when she was fading, trying to work his way back into the family. It didn't happen because Charles has cut him off, but apparently the Queen did leave him one important role, royal dog watcher. He had to watch the dogs? The corgis, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you can't bring shame to the crown. Yeah, he apparently gave his mother two of her dogs, so he got them back to for... To take care of them. Who's got the videotapes? I do. Who's got the videos? We, we thought it was Ghislaine Maxwell. That was yeah. going to be her leverage. But well, yeah, how come she didn't use it? She's still rotting in a prison. She needs to step she, up with the evidence. She won't give up names. She won't give up the evidence. Why is that? I don't know. She'd die in an hour. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. The New York Times has on their website, remember this famously, John, back in 2016, their little meter. <laughs> yes. That early in the evening, we that, were on the air, was pointing to Hillary Clinton heavily. That and was, we watched it move over the hours. That was one of my all-time favorite moments, was we kept 
tracking the stupid little needle. And it was <laughs> predicting a Hillary Clinton win with a 99% chance. 99% was chance. Was it 99 at one yeah, point? Yeah, it was 99% at one point. And then as the evening wore on, the needle kept backing up and backing up and backing up. Yeah, I remember jumping when it moved to Trump's favor. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, it was hysterical. That's hey, a famous was... headline the next day, nobody knows nothing. No, that's right. What a bunch of foolish boobs. All these journalists and political analysts and and pollsters. It's like, yeah, all, all your advanced degrees from all your elite universities. 99%. Well, Right now they have it for the House of Representatives, probably Republican. That's all they're putting it at. And for the Senate, they still have it as a toss-up. It's almost the needle's almost in the middle. Uh huh. If anything, it leans a little bit to the Democrat side, but not really much. So, no. but in typical progressive headline fashion, here is what the Times, the New York Times, Firstins, Maryland and Massachusetts, Westmore becomes Maryland's first black governor, and Maura Healy of Massachusetts is the nation's first openly lesbian woman to be elected governor. So we're excited. In what state? Massachusetts. So why? And her lieutenant governor is a woman that marks the first time that Uh any state has elected women to both positions at the same time. Wow. Don't you get into these firsts? No. I don't understand what that has to do with how they perform at their jobs. No one's ever, no one tries to explain that. No one explains your, your skin color, your uh, the condition of your genitals, your sexual desires. How does that work exactly when it comes to uh, you know raising taxes, for example, or building a road, or uh, not closing down, uh, not destroying forty thousand businesses? Now shutting another, down schools for a year and a half. Another poll that came out that really has nothing to do with tonight's races, which I think is kind of interesting to talk about. It's a brand new survey. From the Wall Street Journal, most Americans still support continuing aid to Ukraine. But apparently, Republican opposition is growing to help the country. A bit surprising. Some 30% of respondents overall said in the new survey they believe the administration is doing too much to help Ukraine. And it was 48% of Republicans who said that. The portion of GOP voters who said the U.S. is isn't doing enough to help Ukraine, fell to 17%. It was at 61% in March. How would anybody... How would what the is average... going on with that? I'm surprised to see oh, that. The, and, that, that it's, and as they're calling it here, another bipartisan drop. They, uh, another, I'm sorry, a partisan difference. Yeah, I don't know. There's been, there's been uh, an undercurrent from day one among some Republicans, like, a, like a, the Tucker Carlson crowd. Who thinks we've got no business getting involved? Oh yeah, he was really ringing wars. that bell, wasn't right, he? Right, he's popularized that, and it's it's caught on with some people. I don't know how the average person would have any idea if we're doing too much, too little, or just about right when it comes to helping Ukraine. How the hell would anybody know? I do know that you don't want Russia barreling into Europe after they're done with Ukraine, and that's what they do. And then once they have Europe. Uh, invaded then what yeah and i think then we're gonna then we're gonna have to try then we're gonna have to stop them because we're part of nato and because they can cause massive amounts of damage to to the world economy they could just destroy major nations major economies genocides and then putin would do that clearly 
So I, I, don't, I don't understand. I think you have, to, you have to spend as much money as necessary to stop Putin in Ukraine, even if we spend throwing money at that for, you know, 20 years. We've got to do it. Can't have Putin take over the world. The uh, U.S. provides weapons, most notably the Hitmars long-range rocket launchers. Some believe that's helped Ukraine take back territory in the east and south. Uh, this poll showed that only 35% of Republicans feel that we should send any additional financial aid for Ukraine. It was 81% no, it's one of Democrats. It's one of the few things I think that Biden's crowd did right. Is, is they sent plenty of money to uh, and, and, and no weaponry. Troops. Right. And no troops. Right. I mean, it, it's just stuff. And the money's all borrowed and printed, you know, made up fake money anyway. I mean, we, we blew a lot of fake money on a lot of things. At least this is saving thousands and thousands. It's going to save Europe. It's, it's going to save Ukraine. There has to have been a reason why Russia didn't take that country in days, as many pundits predicted when the war broke out in February. And I got to believe this is a big part of it, mm. that the aid that was sent there, not just by us, but other countries, and even Elon Musk helping them with satellite technology and all that, and if Putin must storm- have been key besides their fierce will not to be taken over. But If Putin storms around doing what, what, what it wants, what he wants, then next thing is the Chinese leader is going to do that too. Yeah. You know, in the real world, you're always going to have very powerful well-financed, well-armed enemies. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I remember since I was a kid where, where you had the hippie crowd always talking about peace. Why can't we all just have peace? It's, you can't. That's not the way humans are designed. So what you have to have is a strong military and be willing to spend a lot of money to keep the bad guys down. If not, they'll roll over you. So you can't be weak. You can't be foolish and silly. You can't sound like one of those old Miss America candidates. I just wish for peace in the world. That's all I want. That's what that's what eight-year-olds write on their on their essays to impress the teacher. I just was looking for world peace. Why can't we get along? Well, we can't. So you got a choice. I mean, you could choose not to start wars, but if somebody else, uh, somebody else really strong and powerful like Putin starts something, yeah, you got to squash him. Or you're not gonna live. It's it's Darwinism. He lives, you die. Once again, the president of Ukraine says we're open to genuine peace talks, but the conditions include returning Ukrainian control over its territories, compensating Kyiv for Moscow's invasion, and bringing justice for those who committed war crimes, which means this probably has scant chance of developing into See, anything. Because here's the thing. It's easy to say, oh, we shouldn't really be spending any more money there. But we'll try it your way, except the consequences of your way is he starts to take over Europe. Then we have World War III. And then we have a global depression. And everybody starts going bankrupt because suddenly the world's economies and manufacturing is, is gone to hell. Yeah. I, I, so I, that, that's the consequence for your way. Here, the consequence for us is we lose some money, which isn't real money anyway. Well, if the Republicans take control of the House, the sentiment is maybe they will cut back on the aid. Or oh, they might. Block they might, and 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 uh, that'll be stupid. Oh, they're this is why I don't I don't join parties. The Republicans are very capable of doing all kinds of stupid stuff now that they're going to take power. Yeah. Well, maybe it's a good thing though that uh, the House and the Senate will be controlled by Republicans. The White House is the yeah. Democrat, and uh, nothing happens because uh, they're spending too much money anyway, as it is on everything. Yeah, gridlock is good. 
Let them all fight each other. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, has easily won a second term beating out that Charlie Crist. Isn't he the guy that changed parties or something? Several times. Oh, Crist is a corpse. I actually uh, heard him. I heard him interviewed the other morning. Yeah, he's like, he looks like he's embalmed. He's like a Gray Davis type. Something off-putting about him. But it, it, uh, I heard him talking the other morning, and he was doing his last-minute rah-rah, and it was all all about abortion. Just, it just wouldn't stop about abortion. It's like, buddy, you are going down so bad. That explains the landslide. It's like, it's like, There's no guy that wants to hear a guy prattling on about abortion, 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 with all the other stuff going on. It's like you're a complete... It just sounded... sounded Florida's Miami-Dade County. Voted for a Republican governor for the first time in over 20 years. That's how big a landslide it was in Florida for Ron DeSantis. He even won a true blue county in that state. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is the new governor of Arkansas. Trump's former... uh, Spokeshole. Yeah. The wall, you called her. No matter what they threw at her, she just came back with the same patter. Yeah, right. She was like boring and glum. Yeah, but she just was a wall. Remember when Trump had all those nutty spokesholes? I forget their names, oh, but they Sean disappeared. Spicer. Oh, that, that idiot. You know, he, so eventually she got in there, and that was the end. She stayed there a long time. Yeah. Uh, it's Arkansas's first female governor, John. Another first tonight. That's great. Aren't you excited about that? KFI, of course, will have full election coverage tonight. Now, here was some story we talked about yesterday. The chances of a house being struck by a meteorite are one in three trillion nine hundred and twenty one billion nine hundred and ten million sixty four thousand three twenty eight. It's a pretty exact calculation, isn't it? So we have this guy up in Nevada County who's telling anybody that'll listen that he believes that it was a meteor that hit his home Friday night. Now, there was ring video and other people with cell phone video showing a bright object in the sky about 7.25 p.m. Not long after that, Dustin Proceda says his home caught fire. He escaped along with his family. Unfortunately, a dog and a couple of rabbits died in the fire. But a development about this, which is really worth mentioning, is that some experts who are being interviewed don't think it's possible because... Meteors are actually extraordinarily cold when they come from space. The baseline temperature is negative 455 degrees Fahrenheit. They do start burning up in the atmosphere. They become heated up by friction in the Earth's atmosphere, but they generally cool off by the time they hit the ground. The explanation is since the trip to the Earth's atmosphere lasts only a few seconds, there is no time for the meteor as a whole to heat up just the very outer layer known as the fusion crust. One can assume that the cold interior of the meteorite will act as a heat sink and very quickly cool off the hot surface as well as the transfer of heat to the air around it. So there's some doubters. Except the house went on fire. It could have been on a the other hand. cause. But it could have been a different cause. It could have been... At, at the, he was a smoker. Now, did he they, could have been... Yeah, but did uh, they find... An indoor heater or something? Did they find the meteor... Well, the remnants of it in the house. 
So far, we don't know. They've just begun their investigation. This happened Friday, and today is Tuesday. Oh, uh, that's that's that's. They're the not key. saying anything about what they said. They think it could have been a propane canister, anything. Well, the meteor could have hit something that caused a fire to ignite. I know. It's a good story, but there's just a lot of doubters. And you're right. They would actually have to find because some remnants of the meteor because to make they, the story possible. Right? Because the odds of something else starting the fire at the same moment the meteor hit it are also astronomical as well. Well, well. well, we saw the red ball in the sky, but I don't think we actually have video of the meteor hitting the house. Right, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. That, that's the evidence. If it actually hit the house, some of the meteor is going to be in there. Has yes, to but there's no video of that happening. It's just the homeowner's story. Right, so if they find the meteor, ha- if it hit the house, they have to find the part of the meteor inside. They have to. Uh, another expert a web, a webmaster for the international the international meteor organization said even if a meteor meteorite fell into this man's house it would it would not have caused a fire it's a piece of rock that fell from the sky no more contrary to what you usually think a falling meteorite is not hot very cold it would not cause a fire itself if it falls on an object so we'll wait and see because the investigation is ongoing and it'll eventually does insurance cover that probable. uh <laughs> like like uh, homeowners? Yeah, homeowners, right. Meteor hits the house. You have flood insurance, earthquake insurance, and meteor insurance. Well, Tim Conway finally uh, Hey now, up. hey now. <clears throat> well, I was in Vegas for a few days. What the hell, you know? And uh, the loss was uh, how much? Tremendous. <laughs> tremendous. So got to work? Oh, I got to work, yeah. So, in fact, my daughter's got to start working. <laughs> Her uh, 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 college fund is gone. Yeah, Wiped no, out, man. No college for the kid. This is this close, though, to going to a private school. Yeah? Yeah, very close. But now it's over. All right, the big election tonight. we got the uh, sheriff. we got mayor. We've got all kinds of propositions. We've got the big senatorial races from Georgia, from Pennsylvania, the Fetterman thing. Uh, we've got Warnock and Herschel Walker. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's gangbusters. Yeah, there's a lot of action. Very exciting, right? For for a, a night that doesn't really affect our lives dramatically, it does sort of affect the way we ha- will enjoy the night or not. Well, have you ever bet on uh, you know the no no I, I'm not crazy, John. Oh no, I, I have a friend of one of my friends. I met him a couple of times. He actually owns a betting market. Is that right? Politics, yeah. Wow. And uh, and there's odds on everything. Uh, well, the the way they set it up is. Um, uh, if, if if you have to spend like sixty one cents to win a dollar on Oz winning the oh, Pennsylvania see. Senate race, that's I how see. it's set up. Yeah, right. You only have to pay thirty nine cents on Fetterman to win. Right, a but but that but you may not be able to collect for a month. Yeah, right. You know, because yeah. in in Georgia, if nobody gets fifty percent, they go to a runoff. Yeah. So your sixty one cents might be tied up for right. six weeks. Like in California, you you have to spend ninety nine cents to win a dollar on Newsom. Yeah, I, the last time I bet 99 cents on something, I think I was four. <laughs> right? I think you could bet more than 99 cents. Oh, I see. Okay. It's, it's just right. a guy. Okay. All right. I don't bets know. Cost. I, I see. All right. All right. Uh, but big uh, big night. Uh, huge, huge, huge-ass night. And all the numbers. Mark Thompson's going to be here. Mo Kelly's coming in as well. We got uh, Jason Middleton as well. A lot of help here. A lot of numbers. And by 10 o'clock, everything will be decided.
Is that right? Well, no. Of. 10 o'clock what day? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not for months, though. Yeah, it could be. You know? Could it's possible. Be. All right. Could be the, the new term starts before they come up with a winner. That's right. And by the way, that Warnock-Walker race, if you saw the first numbers, Walker was down by 22 percentage points. And now he's down by less than one percentage point. Yeah. So some states uh, count the early ballots. Yes, early ballots. California does it last. That's right. We uh, cover uh, late ballots here on KFI. All right, Conway coming up. Let's roll. Uh, Mike Crozier has the news. KFI KOST HD2 Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.